Wolfie and Gramps presents Cohen vs. California. Hi, Duds. How's it hanging, Duds? I'm great, Wolfie. What's today's topic of interest? Well, today we got a real interesting topic. Cohen versus California. Zion! Sounds intriguing, Wolfie. Tell me, what was Cohen versus California? It was a Supreme Court case that took place in 1971 after Mr. Cohen was convicted of disturbing the peace inside of a California courthouse. What did he do to disturb the peace inside the courthouse? Well, Mr. Cohen walked into the courthouse with a shirt that said, and excuse my French, fuck the draft. Oh my! I know, right? And get this. He got arrested and charged with disturbing the peace, and even sentenced to 30 days in prison. Wait. Isn't disturbing the peace when you act in a way that will purposefully incite violence? Yeah, which is why it was so controversial. There was no evidence that proved he wanted to start violence, so in theory, he never committed a crime. So how did this case get to the Supreme Court? Well, when he got arrested and convicted, let me tell you, he was not having it. He decided his best option was to appeal to the California Court of Appeals. I'm guessing he didn't win considering the Supreme Court case. Yep, that's right. Forget this. He still wouldn't give up, so he tried to appeal it to the California Supreme Court. However, they never took it. Did the U.S. Supreme Court come after that? Yes, ma'am. After his case was rejected by the California Supreme Court, he went directly to the U.S. Supreme Court, and they took the case. So, Wolfie, I'm willing to bet everyone is aching to know what the verdict was. Silly me. After careful thought, the Supreme Court finally concluded that Cohen was not guilty. But why did the Supreme Court rule him not guilty when everyone else did? Well, you see, they felt that in ruling guilty, they were taking away his First Amendment right to freedom of speech. What's the First Amendment even say? It states that Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. What about the women and children? I'm pretty sure that being exposed to language like that is against some kind of rule. Well, that's the idea that motivated the first two courts during Cohen's trial. However, when it came to the U.S. Supreme Court, they decided that a person's freedom of speech was more important than censoring people from bad words. Oh, I see. But my question is, why is this even important? Literally, we could talk about any other topic in the world, but why this particular Supreme Court case? Well, this court case actually helped protect many people from wrongful convictions, including helping giving verdicts to cases such as Bethel School District Number 403 versus Frazier and also Snyder versus Phelps. Wow, I wasn't aware that these cases had such long-lasting effects. Yep, the most important takeaway from this court case was being able to really focus on what the First Amendment represented and what it entailed. You see, if the judges were to reach the verdict of guilty, then the effort would, theoretically, have to be banned. They feared that banning one word would lead to banning more words to eventually banning ideas, which entirely opposes the First Amendment. Thank you so much for having this chat with me. Anytime.